you're listening to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Here are your hosts, Matt Yazenbach, Dan DeCenza, and Cliff Gill. Welcome to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast, where we bring, well, fantasy things your way. Waiver wires, start sits, whatever you guys need, that's what we're here for. I'm your host, Matt Yaz, joined by Dan DeCenza, Cliff Gill. It's Thursday, September 16th. Week two is coming along. One more day. Ready for this exciting Thursday night high power offense game. <laughs> the Giants versus the Washington football team. What's the over-under on that game? 40. Yeah, I looked so it up I f- already. Yeah, I figured it'd be pretty low. If I were to bet, I would bet the under. 100%. I think I would too. But don't go bet the under because of me because I lose all my bets. But yeah, let's let's get into it. But before... I think we decided 250 followers. We are doing another giveaway. I think we're going to do a little jersey. I think that'd be pretty cool. We'll put out a couple names, let y'all vote on which name y'all think is the coolest, and we'll get that one. Or maybe we'll just have the maybe we'll have the winner pick someone. Uh, well, a random one's cool though. I know a guy that they at Christmas they do they just throw a bunch of random jerseys in whatever jersey you get. It's the jersey you get. Yeah, but if a I get, color rush if I get DK a DK Metcalf, that would be cool. But if I got a Cowboys jersey, I'm not wearing that thing. <laughs> All right, I guess my luck stinks, and that would be the one giveaway I win, and then I end up with a Baltimore jersey or something. Lamar like Jackson. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about it. But guys, again, once you just hit the follow, hit the subscribe, hit the some reviews, share it with your friends if it's helping you guys out at all. But, at Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Well, the Twitter is at Die Hard Podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's why you're here, Dan. But today we're getting the news of the day. Got a couple questions uh, questions from some listeners. Uh, a couple, who would you start? Who would you rather start? Uh, had a couple guys uh, brought up we saw on the internet that was widely asked. So hopefully it might help you guys out a little bit. And then our start sits and sleepers of the week. Let's jump into it. I, I love the start sits and sleepers. It's probably my favorite episode. Yeah, this is where I'm going to make a name for myself all season long. <laughs> all I right, your name was Cliff. Okay, well, the Cliff, the fantasy beast, is going <laughs> to get created. All right, uh, we'll hop into it. Not a lot of news, but a couple important things. Odell Beckham uh, already ruled out week two, along with Evan Ingram. So that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Wait and see on those guys. Barkley's questionable as well. Will most likely play, but like I said yesterday, he's going to be limited. It's going to be a tough defense. So yeah, there's no way he's playing. I know shortened week. There's no way he's getting a full workload tomorrow. Temper the expectations a lot. I'm sorry. Tonight the game's tonight. It's uh, Thursday, babe. <laughs> Jeff Wilson. Uh, this last thing. Uh, running back for the 49ers. They said he will return midseason. So I'm not saying go and get him yet, but he could be an interesting add in the, in the upcoming weeks, depending on how that backfield looks. So keep an eye on, on, on that for you. We're going to jump into the questions from the listeners. So guys, first one here, uh, Dan, you actually have the mic, so you ask us the questions and we'll answer. All right. Well, the first one is from NRG Man from Burnt Corn, Alabama. That's a, that's burnt, a- burnt Corn, Alabama. Burnt corn, Alabama. Burnt. That is burnt corn, like burned, burnt. 
That I is like a it. real place. Okay. I actually looked it up. All right. Population 300. Wow. It's about an hour and a half south of Montgomery, Alabama. Thanks for tuning in, so, NRG. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, we don't. It, we we like it. We like these random places that people are listening. So his question though was, should he drop Odell Beckham Jr. and pick up Debo Samuel? Yeah. Yes. I agree. Very easy, yes. If that's the only person you have to drop, dr- have to drop, then yes, but try finding someone besides Odell, right? Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. If you have someone, you know, that you could drop that's not of the caliber of OG OBJ, which I don't think he's super high caliber anyway, but I got to think you might have someone that yeah. else that you could drop. But yeah, if he, not, then definitely do he, it. He probably went in your draft seventh eighth round depending on how many people you had it might have been later if it was an eight or ten man league but there's got to be someone probably a little bit worse uh with a little bit less upside that you saw week one like a russell gauge somewhere in that caliber that you could probably drop but if you have to then yes 100 percent, i would yep well i guess we're all in agreement mm-hmm. with that one thanks for the question out there in burnt corn yep <laughs> uh the next one we got king k from indian trail north carolina he wants to know this week: Does he start Clyde Edwards? I'm sorry, Clyde Edwards Hilaire versus Baltimore, or Kareem Hunt versus Houston? Oof, this is a tough back. one. Very close. Cliff, if you have yours, I'll, I'll go after you. I just want to see what you have to say. Wow, that is super close. Yeah, it is. Wow, um, it's hard to, you know, where Clyde. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, okay. I don't have it. Uh, so uh, it's interesting. Clyde, he's going to be the three-down role. He's the starter. But the Browns play Houston, man. They're 12.5-point favorites. And if they get up enough, I see, I can see them resting Chubb a little bit more and giving the ball to Kareem Hunt. And he makes value out of his touches, as you saw last week. Efficient. Yeah, yes, very efficient. So, I mean, I definitely see running back two range for both these guys. Clyde has a tough matchup. Man, I, I don't think you go wrong with either. I mean, I, I don't. I think it's a five, six point difference. It's, it's whoever's going to get the touchdown. I'd probably go Clyde. They're, it's more high scoring game, and he'll be in the whole time. I'm just going to go crazy, and then I'm going to do the matchup and play Kareem Hunt. I, I do think he. This might be one of his twenty point games if he has one. I'm, I'm going to agree with Cliff. I, when I was first thinking about this, I was leaning towards Clyde, but. The matchup with with uh, that Hunt has is just too good, and honestly, I didn't like the usage of Clyde last week, so I want to see him be a little more involved. I would not be surprised at all if Kareem Hunt out touches Hilaire this week. Or so Nick that's Chubb. why I'm. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Even with Nick Chubb, yeah, I could still see it. So yeah, I'm gonna go Hunt on that. So y'all one. Two, very close. Y'all though. two Hunt and me Clyde. I'm going Clyde for more safer, I guess. But yeah, Hunt, you can't go wrong. I don't. You can't go wrong with either of those. Those are very good. Both good options this week. Great question. That's yeah. not very good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. It's a good problem to have, though. It is a very good problem. All right. So the last question we got here is from Hayden Query from Charlotte, North Carolina. He wants to know: Does he start T. Higgins versus the Bears? Or Jacoby Myers versus the Dolphins? I'd say T. Higgins. I think he's the number one in that offense. Jamar Chase is there, but they're going to be throwing the ball, so I'll go T. Yeah, T. Higgins is more the wide receiver two range, whereas Jacoby might be a sleeper every once in a while, but T. Higgins. I'm taking T. Higgins every single week over Myers, and I don't care what the matchups are, honestly. 
And I'm not saying Tia Higgins will outscore him every single week, but the major majority I think he's going to, so you just stick with him. And we did have one more question um, from Dan Fernandez from Indian Trail, North Carolina, and there was two of them. So the first one, uh, kind of uh, tough, another Kareem Hunt one, but Elijah, Elijah Mitchell or Kareem Hunt? Wow, that one is a tough one too. I mean, if you're going to say Elijah Mitchell is up there with Clyde, this I guess you can, though, man. I guess you can. I, I just want to hear your thoughts, though. I think I'm a side with Hunt again, just because I love the matchup, and I think he's going to get plenty of touches, so I'm siding with Hunt. I, I'm going to have to as well, and just for the same reasons. The matchup's too good, and I think they're going to be in a great game script, and they're going to get, there's going to get a lot of volume for both those running backs there. Yeah, I, I'll go Kareem as well. I won't be surprised if Elijah Mitchell out outscores him, but it's going to be close. And with Trey Sermon coming back, I, I don't know. I want to see how the backfield plays out. But I do see Elijah Mitchell having at least 50-50. And San Francisco t- running back touches are very valuable, as that you know. That is true. So basically I think what we're saying is Hunt is the safer pick. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one he had, which I think we're all in agreement on this, if in a flex, Devontae Smith, Justin Jefferson, or Adam Thielen, I think we're all going Justin Jefferson. Correct. Without a doubt. He's got a choice between all three of them. Yeah, it's a pretty good league. <laughs> or a wow. pretty good draft. Yeah, that's another good problem to have. But, yes, I'm definitely going Justin Jefferson on that one as well. Most upside of them all, I think. All right. I like it. All right, guys. Well, let's get into who would you rather start. So, I – and, guys – it's gonna get a little tricky here. I'm kinda I'm gonna work your brains a little bit because these guys will have these problems. So they kinda wanna hear our expertise. I, we're not gonna be hundred percent right, but we can try to give our side as best as we can. So I wanna start with Elijah Mitch, Elijah Mitchell, running back from the San Francisco 49ers. I wanna see I wanna say a few names and see where you would you know that what the point would be where you could would consider starting him over other running backs. Um, so keep in mind, the 49ers, they play Philly, so not a great defense, not a terrible defense. Uh, so first one I have, Elijah Mitchell or Chris Carson? Chris Carson. Chris Carson's definitely the I safer agree. pick. Okay. Elijah Mitchell or DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift, he looked great last week. I do like what I saw um, I agree. him last so week. Swift. So, yeah. Elijah Mitchell or Josh Jacobs? Wow, I'm actually going to go Mitchell. This might be surprising, but I think Josh Jacobs has either his toe or whatever he kept coming off the field for. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be another problem this week, and so I'm going Mitchell. I don't like the matchup for uh, Josh Jacobs going against the Steelers. I would would go out on a limb here and go with Mitchell. Okay, so let me give you a couple more since y'all kind of had your own little different things. Elijah Mitchell or Miles Sanders? Ooh, um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mitchell. Yeah, I think okay. So that's kind of the cutoff point. I mean, other than that, kind of the guys I have below him: Daryl Henderson, um, Kareem Hunt. That I, that's the guy. I mean, we're all pretty high on this week. Miles Gaskin and Damian Harris kind of end a tier after that. But I just kind of want to see the cutoff point to where you're like, okay, I, I want Elijah Mitchell in my lineup over these guys. If you have that problem though, I mean, that's awesome. But hopefully you have those three spots where you can just plug them in and don't have to bench any of them and have that problem. So if you had some of those guys and Mitchell, are you going to try to play the matchup every week and try to predict the matchup, or are you just going to say, screw it, I'm going to pick one of them and just go and ride them, and if hopefully I'm right more often than I'm wrong? 
Yeah. Uh, do you you go if you have something? Yeah. No. For the for the next couple weeks, definitely this week. I'm having. I know he does have a good matchup, but I have my eyes wide open. I want to see the scenario. But yes, if Trey Sermon gets his chance, you know, and doesn't gain any of that uh, workhorse or workload, then I'm gonna end up going with Mitchell and staying with him if the situation ends up playing out. Yeah, and in regard, kind of in regards to. Just overall, if I want to try to play matchups every week, just play the guy you think is better because more times than not, you try to play matchups, you're going to be wrong, and the guy that you thought had the bad matchup is going to go nuclear, and you're going to just you're going to keep regretting it. So stick with the gut and go with the consistent guy until he screws you over a couple times. Yeah, I, I think, you know, depending on who it is, I'm going to pick someone or Mitchell, and I'm going to just ride them and until some until a circumstance changes if i'm if i'm going with mitchell and then trey sermon comes in and starts eating into his carries then i'll make the switch but yeah either way i'm gonna pick one of them normally and try to really just just go with them yep i agree all right guys we have a i got about seven or eight um would you rather start so i'm gonna go down the list and we can kind of discuss it first one i have is james robinson or kareem hunt who would you start I'm riding with the guy Hunt this week. I yeah. am too. Yeah, I did not like what I saw from Robinson last week. I didn't like his usage. I didn't like the offensive line. There just wasn't much to like. And if you tune in to yesterday's podcast, you would have heard us talking about him. So if you haven't, make sure you go listen to that. LaVisca Chenault or Chase Claypool? That's a really tough one. I'm going to go with Chenault. Okay. Yeah, that that is super close. Target wise, yeah. Shanot's gonna get a little more now. Claypool definitely could. You know his upside, mm-hmm. so he showed it one game. But. I, th- I think if you're you're lacking, like you look at your opponent, you're like, dang, they have a really good team, and you need a big game from one of these players. I think uh, Chase Claypool's your guy. If you think you're the more dominant team, you need safer volume. I think Lavisca Shanot's your guy. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, the Broncos' backfield, kind of shaky, so Melvin or Javante? I know Melvin broke off the 70-yard run. Uh, I think uh, Javante only had five points before. But Javante did out-snap him he and out-carry him. He did. If Gordon doesn't rip off that run, you know, we're, we're not even – I mean, we said that yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're not even really talking about him. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the upside, I think. I, I like the upside of Williams. I think he has a chance. I think I'm hanging on to Melvin one more week, giving him one more week to see. But I agree. Yeah. I think I'm going Melvin for one more week to see. Like I said yesterday, I test. He still looked pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with Melvin. I mean, honestly, me. with the matchup they have this week against Jacksonville, I don't hate playing both of them if you can. I think, you, I think <laughs> you can definitely start both of them. But, yeah, I guess we'll have to talk about that next week then. Uh, Mark Ingram or Kenyon Drake? Hmm. I like Mark Ingram's matchup, and it, now any other game besides this week, the two matchups are uh, lopsided. So mm-hmm. I am going Ingram this week. He had 27 touches, I think it was. Yeah. But most weeks, I think I would answer Drake on that question. I hate both of these matchups, actually. Drake against the Steelers, Houston against uh, Ingram against Cleveland. Yeah. I think Houston's going to be in a terrible game script. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, if I have to pick between these two. I don't yeah. I mean, you were talking about Josh Jacobs too, and I know it's not the best matchup, but I if because if they're gonna Houston's gonna be down, David Johnson's gonna be in the game. 
He's he is their third down back, their pass catching back. So is Philip Lindsay. So yeah, I mean, I I think I'd go Kenyon Drake and hope he just gets a lot of playing time and touches. Yeah. It's not the it's not the prettiest, but. Yeah. If you had to choose between the two, I, I, I'm I, sorry. Yeah, I think I agree with you. And that's why I'm going with the 27 touches. All right. David Mark. Okay. A uh, couple more guys. Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith? Uh, I like, I'm like. i going to go Devontae. I, I just think he's going to have more opportunity. Um, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Cincinnati. And Devontae really showed me something yeah. last week. So I, I – that off that offense actually was pretty good, but it was Atlanta. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean he's the clear cut number one yeah. wide receiver on that team. So, yeah, I mean I, I like I would I think I'd go with Devonte for now and see how the Bengals offense kind of plays out. Yeah, for now Smith. I'm going with Devonte. Okay, well. all right, and then two more guys: Mike Williams or Antonio Brown. Ab's I'm going with Ab. I really think it's going to be. He's gonna have the better overall season, so I, this will be one of the weeks. So it? the Bucks, they the Bucks play Atlanta this week, right. and the uh, Chargers they play the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, that was a good matchup. I, mm-hmm. I I think it's kind of what you said before. If you want the the home run hitter, I'd go for Williams. The safer play is Brown. If I had a pick though, I and I'm actually gonna talk about him later. I really kind of like Mike Williams I, this I, week. I think in this, I'd go Mike Williams yeah. this week. I think he has a chance, and I'm, I'm not going to say much because I'm going to talk about him later. But so. the, the one reason I'm going uh, Mike Williams is because the Bucks are going to be up a lot on Atlanta. So not that they don't stop throwing the ball. I mean, they threw the ball over 600 times last year, so I don't see them just running the ball out. I, I do see a complete shootout with Chargers and Cowboys. And Absolutely. Mike Williams is the number two. So, I mean, he had 18, 19 fantasy points. Hopefully this is his year. So I, I like Mike Williams. I like that too. All right, and last one, a uh, little tight ends. Uh, who would you start, Johnu Smith or Noah Fant? I'm going Fant because I think Johnu had a decent game. He was pretty involved, and he still didn't. He, I think seven points is what he had, so he didn't produce. I don't think Fant had his best game by no means, and he. Yeah. I think he outscored him last week. So going Fant. I mean, the, the matchup is just too good for Fant against Jacksonville. I mean, I, I kind of like everyone on Denver this week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I'm going Fant. Uh, and since Jerry Judy went down, he has – you guys know I wasn't the highest on him. Y'all two were pretty high on him. Since Judy went out, I'm freaking stoked on him, honestly. I think he's going to be – I think he could be a league winner at the tight end position this year with Jerry Judy out. And that that uh, Gianna Smith, I, I think that game's going to be kind of like a grinder, kind of low scoring, just like it was last week when they played Miami. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think the scoring opportunities are going to be there that fans going to have. All right, let's get into the starts of the week, the starts, the sits, the sleepers, guys. We were pretty money last week. We had a couple hiccups, but we we were pretty money. I liked it, uh, but. Let's get into it. I'll go ahead and kick us off at the start of the week at the quarterback position. Mine is Thomas Brady Jr. the third. Uh, they play an ugly Falcons defense that Jalen Hurts, my start of the week, by the way, last week, just shredded to pieces. And Tom Brady is going to have a field day on these young guys, these he, high school kids. Is he really a junior the third, or did you make that up? I made that up. Okay. <laughs> But he's my start of the week, so I can name him whatever I want. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, I love the matchup, too. Mm-hmm. I, I'd see them just blowing them out of the water. Yep. And he, they're, they're going to throw all over the place just like they did last week. And, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. It's Brady. It's Brady. 
My star will be Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Yes. The bounce the back. Bounce the, back. the big, 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 big bounce back. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, he. I think it's safe to say we've seen his floor His uh, floor last week. So you that, can't get much lower of a floor than that. <laughs> so that's, that's over. Um, he, he was in the basement last week. Yeah, no. He, yeah, he was not. Yep. I can't even call that a floor. That was the basement. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. He goes against Detroit, though, so that's going to be a whole different scenario than the Saints. And like you said, it's going to be a big, big bounce back uh, game, mm-hmm. and he's going to sling it. To, well, he's going to do whatever he wants. The only thing that's keeping him from maybe a number one, you know, number one QB of the week is that Aaron Jones goes off. But if he doesn't, I think Aaron Rodgers will be right up there, number one or two on the week. And I, I will say, I saw, I was looking at a couple from just years past of Aaron Rodgers' terrible games, the week after, he goes nuclear. I did. I did see a stat about that. Nuclear. Too. So, I like that start of the week. And one question before you go, Dan. His over-under on his passing touchdowns, I was looking at it, is three. You you taking the over or the under? Three even? Yeah. Even. I would, the over. I would go the over because if he does throw three, at least you're getting the push. Yeah. So, yeah, three, I'd go over. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. And another thing I like about – Rogers this week. I love the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. So if you're down thirty points going yeah. into Monday night and your opponent has nobody else, you have Rogers. You're you're feeling good. Yeah, that that is an awesome feeling. Yeah. They gotta wait all day to see that. I'd, I'd rather be in the position of having Aaron Rodgers than going against yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert, and he was actually my sit last week. So this week I have him. You know, start of the week. Um, love the matchup against Dallas. They got torched by Brady last week, as you Matt already alluded to. Uh, he threw fo- uh, Herbert threw forty-seven times last week. I see him doing it again. That's great volume. Um, this is probably going to be a shootout. The s- starting uh, corner for Dallas, Donovan Wilson, highly questionable for this game. Um, I-, I I can definitely see a thirty-five or more forty-point explosion, and for if for all you DFS. Uh, players out there, daily fantasy. I would love stacking Herbert with Keenan Allen and or Austin Eckler. All right, and dude, that game—that's probably my most exciting game to watch this week. Yeah. Oh wow, so many fantasy points yeah. in that game. <laughs> that has to be the high, you know, huge fantasy out. relevance. If you're going yeah. against Cowboys and Chargers players. I am sorry this week, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, they're about to go off. Let's go ahead and get to the sits. Uh, mine's Sam Darnold. He. He, I know you're probably not out there drafting Sam Darnold and starting him, but he, he came out, he had a pretty decent game last week. Um, but this week he's going against a tough Saints defense that made Aaron Rodgers look like Ben DiNucci almost. Uh, since week 9 in 2020, yeah, Ben DiNucci, man, if you watch Hard Knocks. Since two, uh, 2020 week 9, no defense has allowed fewer fantasy points per game to quarterbacks than the Saints. So... I'm sorry, Sam Darnold, but this is not your week, brother. I think you need to say that name right. It's Danucci. Yeah, it is Danucci. <laughs> nah, I, I think this might be the Jets' uh, Darnold that we see this week. Yeah, probably. Tough matchup. Mm-hmm. He, what, he's going to see ghosts? Yeah, he might see some ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> he's not saying anything anymore. He got caught. He was like, man, I can't even say I'm seeing ghosts without just being caught. My set of the week is going to be Derek Carr. He's playing Pittsburgh, tough defense. Uh, what a homer pick. Okay, every, every time I go against someone, I'm going to hear this. This just sucks. He, he did have the most pass yards last week, but I'm going against him this week. It's going to be a different game. 
And I'm just not sitting car over guys maybe like Mayfield or Winston. So I, I would I'm, he's going to be on the bench if I have anyone like Winston, Mayfield, or above that. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to go with uh, Carson Wentz. And I hope anyone out there, this they don't have the problem of having to decide if they're going to sit Carson Wentz. Two quarterback uh, leagues, man. Yeah, maybe in a two quarterback league. That is true. Um, but the Rams last year gave up the least amount of fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, I think that the, uh, the Colts are going to try to run since uh, the Rams gave up 120 yards last week to the Bears. So I think that's going to be their game plan. And if the Rams do jump out to a big lead where Wentz has to throw a lot, I um, really don't think that bodes well for him at all. Even though it's, he's going to get the high volume, I definitely can foresee some turnovers coming. He always throws interceptions at bad times. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally staying away. Yeah, I'm avoiding that at all costs if you can. Um, guys, getting to the sleeper pick of the week at quarterback position. Dan, you brought him up as your favorite QB ad, and the matchup against the Jags is just too loving and juicy to me. Give me Teddy Bridgewater to have a great it. game this week. That's the sleeper. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, mine's, mine's definitely qualified for a sleeper, okay? It's, In the uh, basement with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, nah, we'll see. It's Mac and Jones. Mac, mac and Cheese or <laughs> Mac Jones. I said Mac and Jones. <laughs> okay. But he's playing the Jets, and Jets, they're, they're going to be one of the worst teams as far as who he plays all year. And, it, it hey. He's a sleeper this week. Yeah, go, go get him. I think they'll throw a little more than each and every week. And with the two fumbles, like I said yesterday, they might go into the week trying to pass a little more. So definitely, Mac Jones sleeper alert. That was my first one, and then I changed it to Teddy. I saw Teddy Bridgewater's matchup. I was like, ah, I gotta get Teddy, man. But I like Mac. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Yeah. I like it. All right, I'm gonna make Cliff happy here. Mine's gonna be Ben. I think he qualifies as a sleeper. Um, yeah. So I think he's more of a QB2, though, this week with, with QB1 upside. So Pittsburgh, you know, they struggled to run the ball last week, and I really think that can happen again. I don't love their line. Um, but the one thing you got to watch, though, is that, that Raiders pass rush. They were just harassing Lamar all day last week. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, last Monday. So I, I think that could be a problem, but... But because of the lack of a run game, and until I see the run game from the Steelers, I think they're just going to keep the, you know chucking the ball around, and I could see a lot of volume, and I could see them piling up points. Mm. I'm not going to comment, so I don't get any <laughs> dumb comments back. All right, well, I'll go ahead and boat in because it ties in just perfectly well to my running back start of the week, Najee Harris. He's going against a mediocre def- mediocre, not not average, below average. They're they're not the worst, but they're just mediocre, Dan. And yes, he only had about six points in fantasy last year or last week. But again, he was in fifty-five of fifty-five snaps, a hundred percent of the time. So they, I think they're gonna need they're gonna I mean Raiders they're they're not a joke. They just beat the Baltimore Ravens. They're gonna need Najee to win this game, and I see a lot of volume, a lot more pass catching. They're going to get him involved this week. I know they are. I like it. I know you like it. (laughs) (laughs) He can't can't say anything. He's not allowed to comment on Steelers. And up next, since we're going to move on, uh, my my start of the week is going to be Antonio Gibson uh, tonight. Let's go, baby. Mm -hmm. So I I think uh, Washington's going to have the ball a ton, and he's he's the workhorse. And with Heineke coming in, I see them definitely 
going to the run and then maybe opening up later in the game. But I see the run being the factor. They're going to win the game, go get Gibson or play Gibson. He may be a top contender. Okay. I like I like Gibson. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, okay, John, it's fair. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> but I'm going to go with uh, my boy, Nicky Chubb. Okay. And I just absolutely love the matchup. Houston was absolutely awful against the run last year. I know they did okay last week, but that was Jacksonville. And they, Jacksonville got into a bad game script. They became one-dimensional. That is not happening this week. In fact, I see the complete opposite happening. I see the Browns jumping out to a big lead and just grinding the clock down in the second half, run after run after run. And, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to a big, fat chubby this Sunday. <laughs> Do you have him on your team? Uh, no. <laughs> he had him for three years, so now it's just engraved yeah. into the brain. Yeah. He had Nick Chubb. He had Bradley Chubb. He had all the Chubbs I had on a lot of Chubbies. <laughs> Well, let's get to the sits. Cliff, kick us off. I want to go last on mine. Yeah, mine's a solid sit. Okay. So he came into the year as probably your running back number two. You're, you got to sit him this week. It's Mike Davis against Tampa Bay defense. Mm. That's just going to – Yeah. I, I Shoot, I'll even go as far to say that Cordell Patterson may be the better play out of the two, but they're both just going to be horrible starts. They're not going to do much at all on the running back side and just uh, – yeah, just they're gonna have to abandon the touch or the run game. Stay away from Mike Davis. Yeah, I kind of was expecting Mike Davis to have a decent week last week. Mm-hmm. You know, not 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 like a super week, but I thought he would do it right, and he just didn't. He didn't. He didn't look good to me, honestly. The whole offense. Yeah, the offensive line. I yeah. mean, and he didn't look good, but I blame the offensive line, right. and I think I don't see any way that they're gonna play any better against Tampa Bay. They they might. Go. Oh, they might not win a game. Their offense and defense both look bad. No, they'll win a game some somehow. They, they got Houston and Jacksonville on the schedule, maybe. <laughs> but go ahead, Dan. I'll go last. All right, mine's going to be Mark Ingram. I know he had the 27 carries last week, but again, against Jacksonville. Uh, Cleveland gave up the fourth lowest amount of points to fantasy running backs last week. And albeit that was the pass-heavy Chiefs, but... There's nothing I like about this matchup. I think the game script is going to be terrible for for Houston, and I don't see Ingram getting those 20-plus carries a game. I don't think he's even going to come close. Yeah, I I agree. I, like we were just talking about, we if they're going to be down, we're going to see a lot of Philip Lindsay and Johnson. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I like it. And y'all are going to hate my Sid of the Week. The listeners out there, you guys might not, but Saquon Barkley is my Sid of the Week. Uh, not telling you to go out and you bench your first round pick. I'm not saying it, but seriously, temper the expectations. I don't expect a, a big game. Like we talking about over unders 40 points. Uh, Washington's minus three favorites, so I think the Giants are expected 18, 17 points, whatever it is. And I mean, if he could squeeze a touchdown, maybe, but he's still limited. Washington's front seven is seriously dangerous. They're not someone to mess with, and I just I expect a rough outing. I think after this week. You buy low on Saquon because he already had a bad week one. Buy low on Saquon week two. Don't let Giants end up winning winning tonight. That means Barkley will be in a game so or will have a great game. 
So yeah. don't let them end up winning tonight. It's they div- could. I could see them yeah. winning the game. It's division game. He could be a factor tonight. Yeah. I can see them winning too, but but I am I'm actually in the camp with Matt here. I, there's an, it's shortened week. There's no way. Yeah. No yeah. way he's getting a lot of carries. And you say not to bench him. I mean, if you have a really yeah. really viable number three running back out there, you're running back three. I, depending on who it is, man, I I don't know. I like, would you know in the like in the Kareem Hunt territory. Yeah, you start yeah. Him I over think Saquon. I would start Hunt over Saquon this week. I know that sounds crazy, but I think I would. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I and dude, I agree. It's it's tough to say, but I think I seriously would too. I just don't think he's gonna have volume. I think he's you know he's gonna be in like the ten touch area, and that's just not. Yeah. Maybe like you said, if he gets a touchdown, he might be able to to save his day. But yeah. You know. Yeah. We'll see. All right, well, uh, last thing, we're going to get in the sleepers for the running backs. I'll kick us off. Chase Edmonds, running back for the, the Arizona Cardinals. I know, I think Connor had 16, uh, 16 carries last week for 53 yards, uh, but they were up a lot of the game. I mean, they made the Titans look like not the Titans, um, but I see the Vikings putting up a little bit more competition. I know they didn't play all that well either, um, but... Edmonds is going to be in the game due to the fact that you know he's the pass catching back, um, so I think he's a good option flex as yeah, well. Yeah, I didn't know. What you did went, I say? I, no, I'm smirking because I didn't know you went Edmonds on this, and I went James Connor. So, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So let's yeah, hear the James Connors feel. Well, I'm just saying he had 16 <laughs> touches last week. I already and, said it for you. Oh, oh my bad. My I was smirking and just <laughs> I couldn't. Think no, I'm saying I already I already took your spill from you, man. My bad. No, you're good. I I didn't notice, but it is against Minnesota, and he looked good. Yeah, he, he looked talented out there. So very good sleeper pick if you're. Running backs got hurt. Moster, Gus Edwards, whoever it was. There's mm-hmm. been some injuries. Connor's definitely on the radar if you're yeah. running back needy. I know. I don't mind either of those guys starting this week. Like I said, they're gonna yeah, score in game. I think. Yeah, and they're gonna be in the game, so it's not like they're gonna be playing catch up. So I just like both these guys. I think they'll have even amount of work and be fantasy relevant. Well, since you brought up Gus Edwards, how we didn't get to talk about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. So because yesterday was our first podcast since he got hurt. So. How sad is it that the bus gus broke down? We had such a short ride <laughs> and on the Moster it. bus broke yeah. down. Oh, and the Moster bus. That's right. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the kids weighed it down because that bus did not go no time. It ruined me, put me in some hard times, and gosh. All right, well, we're not putting anyone else on that bus. No, <laughs> no, no more, more buses. No more bus names. So, Dan, just go to your sleeper. Do not give him a bus name. All right, I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell. I know we've already talked about him quite a bit tonight, and I know there's a lot of hype around him, so I'm not even sure this you know, counts as a sleeper, but I just really like the matchup. I'm not a believer in the Eagles' defense. I know they dominated Atlanta last week on the scoreboard, but Atlanta did actually move the ball in between the 20s quite a bit. They just couldn't score. That's Matt Ryan's forte yeah, right absolutely. there. absolutely. So I, I just don't – I think the 49ers are going to wear them down, and I, I just I, – I love him as a flex, op- flex option this week. Yeah, I do too. I, I think, in my opinion – Love definitely love him as a flex. I, I I like him as a wide receiver too as well. So if you got him, I running think, back. But yes, yeah, I think you play him. What I say, <laughs> wide receiver. Oh yeah, running back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on to the wide receivers for our start of the week. Dan, go ahead and kick us off. This is my guy, <laughs> DK Metcalf. Okay. If you know anything about Dan or listen to any of our shows. Dan is. I mean, DK is Dan's dad. Like yeah. <laughs> he loves DK. 
Hey, let's hear I it. I got him everywhere. <laughs> I drafted him in Dynasty when he was a rookie. Right. So he's been my guy ever since. Okay. Uh, I, I, he's playing the Titans defense that got absolutely smoked by the Cardinals last week. Uh, I think the deep threat of Lockett is really going to give uh, DK some, some open lanes, get, get some one-on-one coverage with either Janoris Jenkins or Kristen Fulton. Because Bayard is going to have to be, who's the safety, is going to have to respect that deep threat of Lockett. And I don't care which corner's covering DK, they're not covering him. He's just a beast out there, and I see lots and lots and lots of targets from this week. I think he's getting in the end zone at least once. I won't be surprised if it's twice. I think he is a lock this week. Okay. And they kind of bounced back and forth. They did last year. Lockett has a big game, then DK has a big game. It could mm-hmm. be DK's day. DK, I mean, he had a decent game. Yeah. He went four yeah. for 40, had a touchdown. The touchdown, the touchdown definitely saved him. Yeah, it saved him so. Yes. I'm going on the other side of the ball for my start, and he, he might be a little scary, and that's why I wanted to mention him. Do I think he's going to be the highest scorer of the week? No, but I definitely think he's a start. Do not sit the man. With confidence. And, and it's Julio Jones. Not A.J. Brown, but Julio Jones. He's playing Seattle, like Dan just said, and I just see it being a super high-scoring game. The Titans had a rough, rough game last week. Might have been their worst mm-hmm. flow of all season, so... I think it's going to be a bounce back. He definitely is well good enough for a number two. He may have number one uh, numbers today. Okay. Or this week. One thing I was listening to on that, actually, uh, you know how Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator, he went to the Falcons. And per game last year, they ran, I forget, a a large amount. I don't know the exact number. A large amount of uh, passes off play action. Week one, they ran two off play action. Uh, not it could be because they were down a lot. Derrick Henry wasn't moving, but yeah, that that hurts. That's their offense: is play action, throw it deep to AJ, and now Julio. So hopefully they get that in rhythm now. I, I could see that game being going in a little high scoring mm-hmm. too. So I could see some opportunities there. Yep, me too. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go to my star of the week, and I'm not chasing points. I promise. Give me Debo, the man, Samuel. I myself am in a conundrum, and I actually want to, if, if it's okay, I want your opinions, if that's all right. Yeah, of course. Well, you guys that's what we're here fantasy. for. So, Dynasty League, I, I really, really want to find a way to put him in my lineup, but I don't know if I can. So, my receivers, C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup, and Keenan Allen. I have two of them and one in my flex. Would you start him over any of those guys? <laughs> wow. Um, like, and for, I think Keenan just, Allen and let's let's be clear a little bit here. Us three are all in a dynasty league, and not only that, we are all in the same division. <laughs> yeah, so let me give you some advice. Real quick. So, no, no look, for real though, that I, is super I, super tough. I'm keeping. I think Keenan Allen, CD are locked. It's hard to sit Cooper Cup after the big game. He was the most targeted receiver on the team. I just don't. If know I, if I was can... going to start him over one Cooper. of them, it would be Cup. Yeah, yeah, but that's it's an extremely tough yeah. choice. Thanks for helping me, guys. I guess I'll keep him on my bench. <laughs> so the match, but the, the matchup's fantastic against the Eagles. Again, um, Debo. I mean, the they they exposed the the Lions exposed San Fran's defense. They're really not all that good. They're okay. Their secondary is pretty bad though. So that is good news. Um, under over is at 50, so Ayuk probably not at 100% yet, and I just I like the matchup a lot. Yeah, I love Debo. This will absolutely love him. And I, I lost uh, Jerry Judy, and 
Debo was on my bench. I'm wow. putting him right in. Nice. Like, yeah. That's super good. Didn't I see, correct me if I'm wrong, IU for full participant today yeah, in practice? I, I think so. But, again, uh, last week, because I was reading the same thing, Wednesday through Friday he was full participant before week one. So Yeah, and I also read again today that uh, Shanahan said that uh, Sheffield has looked good. Dude. He, he said it's not that I don't like Ayuk. He said he needs to practice more. Yes. That's what he said. He needs yeah. to practice more. Yeah. Ayuk, get out there and practice, he's, man. He actually said he's got to be better than the guy behind him, <laughs> when, meaning Sheffield. So that, to me, that's a bad omen. Uh, so it just makes me love Debo even more. Yeah, again, guys, Ayuk's on your bench for next week. Do not start him until we can see some clarity uh, with that going on. Let's go ahead and move on to the sits of the week at the receiver position. I'm going to go with Michael Pittman. I know we were we were all pretty high on him going into week one. Some things didn't go his way. Um, he's going to... Uh, he's going to the Rams to play uh, Jalen Ramsey, and that's no fun for any offense at all. And he, he makes the number one receivers look irrelevant. Maybe it's Pittman, maybe it's Zach Pascal, who really knows. But regardless, I don't see either of them being fantasy relevant. Carson Wentz is your start of the week. I'll go, honestly. Sit of the week. Yes, yeah, sit of the week. I apologize. The whole receiving core is the sit of the week for me. But I don't think you go out and drop them. You give them one more week after. The oh, Rams. you definitely don't drop yeah. them. Yeah. Don't don't base Pittman's bet two bad weeks in a row because he's going to have a bad week. But wait till week three and then see what happens targets and volume wise. I do think Jalen Ramsey ends up shadowing him because Probably. he's the bigger wide receiver. Jalen's big. It just seems like a better matchup. <sighs> Sorry, Mike. Man. Yeah, Jalen is good, man. Yeah, I'm kind of out on that whole offense, except maybe Jonathan Taylor, yeah. maybe maybe Hines, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see it come to fruition soon, hopefully. Yeah, I mean they've they've had a tough schedule to start. You mm-hmm. know, Seattle Rams back to back. Yeah, it's pretty tough. My sit of the week. My bad if <laughs> my bad, but my sit of the week. Corey Davis at New England. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was his week last week. Don't get me wrong, but. Today's a new week, and this week's a new week. So I could very easily see him with, you know, under 10 points, and Crowder's coming back. Elijah Moore's getting healthier. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's his week this week, not going against the Carolina defense, which they're, they're decent, but mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a tough game, and I'm sitting Corey Davis. You got, his, you got your points. Don't go chase it, kind of like you said about Debo, even though he's not chasing, but mm-hmm. don't go chase those points. Sit Corey Davis. And not only that, uh, Stephon Gilmore, uh, is he active or – I don't. I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay, not Stephon Gilmore. His it, presence will be on the sideline. Exactly. Though. He's going to be in his ear talking him up. No, but yeah, Patriots. It's going to be more of a low-scoring game. Yeah. So uh, I don't hate that divisional matchup. It's going to be a tough matchup for him. Yeah, I, I like Corey Davis a lot this year. I really do. But for the reason that Matt just said, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring opportunity. So I don't. I don't hate the take. If if you're in a pin, uh, if you're in a like I said for the sits guys, we're not saying to go out and bench them, but we're pretty much saying temper those expectations a lot. And if you can veer to a another receiver in that tier or running back with a better matchup, yeah, look Elijah that way. Elijah Mitchell, you know, yeah. someone like that yeah. that you they can step in, you right? Know? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go with Robbie Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I I did not like what I saw last week. His target share was. Dismal. It's disappointing. Yeah, it was very disappointing. And like, and I'm not going to go too far into it because because you talked about this game earlier. But the matchup is just brutal. 
Like this, the Saints' defense looked elite last mm-hmm. week. I just don't see many opportunities for Robbie here. And again, I'm not saying go drop him. I know I kind of feel like we have to say this. Yeah. And if you have someone at, at kind of at his level and his range and his tier that you can put in, step in, then I would do it. And we, I mean, we talked about him again, guys. If you're listening to the episode, we talked about him more yesterday. I mean, three targets. He got saved by one deep catch and 57 yards. McCaffrey's back, man. And yeah. Robbie Anderson was the volume guy. He is the he's the boomer bust guy of past when he was on the Jets. So temper those expectations on Robbie Anderson. If you can sell high on Robbie Anderson before it gets to week two, but let's go ahead and jump into the sleepers. Uh, Tim Patrick is mine for the week and for the year until Jerry Judy returns. Um, Jerry Judy went down. He's probably going to be out, I think, six to eight weeks was around the range. Um, And, Cliff, we discussed K.J. Hamler or Tim Patrick. I think it's going to be Tim Patrick. If I had to put my money on it, it would be Tim Patrick. He was was fantasy relevant last year um, when Corlin Sutton went down. So, I regret not adding him to the waiver wire pickups for yesterday. He should have been my number one guy, and I think he'll be the number one too. Him, Fant, and Sutton are going to be the guys uh, that are getting the ball. And Teddy Bridgewater showed he can support three people at, before um, Jerry Judy got hurt yesterday. Okay, I, I like that one a lot too. And I mean, obviously, the, the matchup this week is fantastic. So yeah, I'm I'm really high on him this week. Mm-hmm. I'm high on that whole offense this week. Yep. I, I, I'll step in. I didn't want to cut you off this time, but I definitely like my sleeper. Oh, I'm used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, this might be my favorite pick out of all the you know positions. I, I'm i saying he's a sleeper just because on a lot of teams he's running or wide receiver number three. But Jarvis Landry, we got the Odell news. He's going to be out again. It's a phenomenal matchup against Houston. We've mm. said that a lot as well. And he – so – what wide receiver three range i think he bumps up to the safe safe number two uh range and he's gonna have a killer day i think they go they get up big and it's gonna be because of the you know they're gonna pass a couple times at least Mm -hmm. the start and it's gonna be jarvis nah i like that all right i forgot odell was out and that makes me love the pick a lot more i'm starting him over juju today uh this week i do not blame you for that at all all right i'm gonna go mike williams and I know I've been using the Chargers a lot, but I just really love this matchup. Um, I could see him getting loose in the secondary. I think there's a potential of a long TD. And I, I, I don't want to go – we've talked about this game a lot, so I'm not going to go big into it. But I just think there's that that potential of that long, that long strike, and I think he's going to be targeted a lot in the shootout. So I like him. I like Mike Williams this week and year long, so I'm good on that. Let's get into, last but not least, the tight ends. Start of the week, Cliff, kick us off. Who's your start at the tight end? My start is going to be Gronkowski against Atlanta. Yeah, it's, once again, we're going, you know, a lot of it's based off matchup, but he scored 25 points last week, uh, 8 for 90 yards or 8 for 80 yards, one of those, two touchdowns. So Tom Brady's involved. He looked way more in shape than he did at the beginning of last year mm-hmm. and he looks like he's starting where he left off last year so I, I i sat him i sat him last week in week one in my silver league and i i'm definitely plugging him in starting him great matchup he should have a good game those two do not age tom brady and gronk do not age man but i'll, I'll go ahead and go start of the week 
and I think one of the sleeper tight ends of the year. We we said it at the beginning of the year. Hoped you guys listen or listen. Tyler Higby, tight end for the Rams, uh, five catches on six targets last week, and I, I, he's one of the more safe tight ends right now as as far as volume goes. And I don't think the Colts will zone in uh, too much on them as they have other options to worry about in Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Daryl Henderson. That team is just legit, and they have weapons all over the field. Uh, you said they're, they're your Super Bowl pick? I think so. Yeah, I like it. All right, well, I'm going to go with Jared Cook. And if you didn't notice already, I like this matchup. Yeah. Who do they play again? Yeah, I think they play Dallas. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm the fan of everyone on this offense. Um, Gronk had a field day last week, as Cliff just alluded to, and I don't see any reason why Cook can't get at least the eight targets that he got last week. Um, I could see him getting in the end zone in this one. I'm a big fan. I, I really, really like the start this week. I actually am starting him in the league. Okay. No, yeah, I, I like it. The targets are there. Volume is there, so it's, it's going to be high scoring, man. We'll go ahead and go to the sits of the week at the tight end spot. I got Austin Hooper, um, tight end for the Browns. The, the first drive, it looked promising for Hooper. He had three catches, 30-something yards, and we're like, ah, yes, we have a tight end out of Cleveland. Wrong. We don't have a tight end out of Cleveland. Uh, it looks so more to be a platoon of tight ends with Njoku and – uh, Harrison. Yeah. yeah, Harrison, Harrison Bryant. Bryant yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's just too many options on that team, man. And I, until something comes to fruition where we see more snap counts, who's getting the targets at tight end, at the end of the day, I think I think Austin Hooper's worth a drop at this point. I know you didn't spend a fifth-round pick on him, but I don't even think he's worth a roster spot. Absolutely droppable. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like running back committees. You definitely don't like tight end committees. <laughs> no, you do that not. is a good point. <laughs> My set of the week, Hunter Henry versus the Jets. He's on New England Patriots, don't forget. And, I mean, yes, he was getting in there with Jonu, but Jonu had plays, like, uh, wrote, wrote, wow. Designed. Designed, thank you. Yeah. Designed for him. He was doing screens. He was getting screen calls and patch uh, passes. So, I think it's going to be a Jonu year, and – they're going against the Jets. I don't see it being a high-scoring game. You got to avoid Henry this week. Yeah, the I think the usage for Smith was way way better than it was for Henry. I agree with you on that, and I definitely I've been saying it. We've all been saying it all preseason. He's going to be the red zone threat there, so I like him a lot better than Henry. Agreed. All right, so I'm going to go. I'm going to actually stick to the same game and go. Uh, oh no, it's not the same game. My fault. But I'm going to go with Mike Gasecki. Um, no receptions last week. That's just very concerning Boo. to me. Why are you booing me? No, Mike Isecki. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were booing me. No, not you. Oh, all right. But, uh, yeah, thanks for letting me lose my train of thought. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, no, I, did, I don't like the matchup, obviously. Um, I, I think Miami's going to have a tough time moving the ball. Um, and I, I just want to see him be more involved in the offense before I have any faith in him. I think he's definitely a sit this week, easily a sit. He's go, let him let him have one more bad week. He is a drop candidate. I, I agree. I would give him. I would maybe give him maybe one more week, but I'm definitely not starting him yep. at all. Not probably not next week. Either. Will Fuller comes back yeah. as well, yeah. so it's a lot. Again, he better have a big game this week, which I don't see. Yeah, it's like the Bengals. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of mal- Bengals Steelers, a lot of mouths to feed right now. So. Uh, yeah, hold for one more week. If he doesn't do anything, he he's not worth the roster spot. 
Uh, last but not least, guys, our sleepers at the tight end position. I got Adam Troutman. Uh, you guys know I love my Troutman. Um, he didn't have a crazy good game, but the, the Saints only had 148 passing yards uh, on 20 attempts. 20 of those attempts, he got the ball thrown to him six times, which is a 30% target share. So yes, it Pretty is a, nice. Yeah. It, it is a small sample, a small sample size, but just knowing that he got the ball six out of 20 times thrown to him, he did have a couple of ugly drops I saw, um, but he's getting the ball, he's getting targets. Jameis looks like um, he, he throw that's his safety valve and kind of in between the 20s. So uh, against Carolina, not a crazy bad matchup. I, I like the the take on that. I like it, and my sleeper is going to be Cole Komet. I talked about him a little bit last last night. Mm-hmm. He's going against Cincinnati, and, I I mean, he he was he, he was involved a lot, so I think they're going to move the ball better against the Bengals than they did against Rams' elite defense. I'm predicting he shows us a little something to give us a good taste in our mouth and maybe end up having him, you know, as a good start or number one tight end every single uh, week or QB sorry tight end number one alright I like it well I don't really have one because I didn't realize you already picked him but it's uh, Higby I picked as my sleeper this well, that's week. my start yeah but he's my sleeper All right, well, so since we've already talked about him you know same, basically the same reasons why you like him okay so I don't think we need to go into it anymore, I, I, before, before we close out that was our last one before we close out I had a question kind of um, about Marquez Callaway, uh, do you think he's worth a drop or do you wait one more week? That was a weird game. I know. Definitely not dropping him. They didn't throw the ball enough last week for me to be, be that concerned. Okay, so you you wait a week or I'm, two. I'm, and I'm see waiting his probably more than one week. I want I want maybe two three weeks. You know, okay. maybe by week five I'll start thinking about it. <laughs> well, by week five you're coming around on the Thomas train coming back to town. So I don't yeah. know. Ho- hopefully he does show something. But yeah, once you get to I don't know. In my opinion, once you get to week five or six and mm-hmm. you start hearing about Thomas, that's when you can drop him. Well, I mean, it also depends. If if you if you like have an injury somewhere, you have a bye week coming up, mm-hmm. I mean, he might be a drop candidate then because you just don't have anybody else. But just drop him for performance, not yet. Well, I'm just – if next two weeks, I'll, I'll give it at that. Uh, if he – just say next two weeks he comes out with three targets and – four targets and there's a lot of other guys that are getting way more volume on the waiver wire i think he's worth true a drop. yeah i agree so with keep that keep an eye on that and of course we will keep you enlightened so tune in um that sounded sophisticated enlightened yeah like we got to keep them knowledgeable were you um, reading the dictionary today i have the yeah the i have thesaurus. on my phone right here <laughs> was looking at some smart words uh but guys thank you for tuning in to the die hard fantasy podcast uh, we want to do more of these shows, which we will soon enough. We want to move it to three a week, but work calls sometimes. So <laughs> this is our second job, but we love to do it for you guys. And I, I will say I, I become a lot more knowledgeable um, just hearing from you guys as well. So I enjoy it. I, we all love fancy football, so it's what we love to do. Yeah, I enjoy it, so I'm, I don't mind. <laughs> I enjoy it too, but if, if you guys out there do enjoy it and you want us to do it more, get your friends to follow us. Get, get your friends to download this. Hopefully, maybe one day we can quit our day jobs. And do this full-time five days a week for you guys. And we'll get a little better along the way with um, some some critiques and everything like that. But we will be back uh, Wednesday, right? Next Wednesday. 
with the waiver wire starts and sits and all that good stuff. So we'll see you then. Let's see go. Ya. Week two, get those dubs, boys.